Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high-paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Next Level Nutrition Biz podcast. Today, I have my friend and guest, Ashley Sorokas here. She has been on many, many times. She is probably like my favorite guest to have on because she is a wealth of knowledge in all areas of uh, growing a wellness business and um, making it look beautiful, as we're going to talk about today. Uh, What we're going to chat about is how to plan out a professional photo shoot for your business. And the reason I want to bring Ashley on is because she has this epic blog post on her blog that we can share in the show notes, um, all about how to prepare for a professional photo shoot. And then she also has a free guidebook. So she actually walks you through step by step exactly what to do to prepare. But I thought to make it even better, I would have her come on the podcast today and kind of talk through the process of like planning that professional photo shoot, what she's done, and what she recommends that you do as well. Um, Again, I recommend this blog post to all of my clients. So I'm sure it's going to be a staple one that um, everybody can kind to come back and listen to as you're planning that photo shoot out. So um, let me just tell you a little bit about Ashley, if you don't know about her yet. Um, So Ashley Sorokas is a former registered holistic nutritionist turned wellness website and brand expert. Now, I do want to say that Ashley's in the middle of pivoting her business, and we're catching her in the middle of a bit of a pivot right now. So the bio might change eventually, but for now, that is what she has been um, known to do up until this point. She knows how to build a business in multiple ways after serving dozens of one-on-one health clients, generating thousands of dollars through her online courses, and growing a network marketing business to 6,500 plus customers and multiple six figures. Honestly, she is very incredible and I'm really excited to have her on again for I think the third or fourth time. Is that right? I think we're like the fifth time. I don't know. (laughs) We are. I've lost count as well. I have (laughs) lost count. I need to put a page on my new website that's like featured on and then actually- Stephanie Long's podcast a hundred times. Yes, exactly. I don't mind. I don't mind. It's okay. I should be paying you for this now and, and, you know, having you co-host a little bit. So It's all good. It's all good in the hood. It's always fun to be on. Thank you for having me here on one of my favorite topics. Yes, yes. You are, like I mentioned, the go-to. I like all the time um, send this blog post over to my clients, my students. And I just thought, you know, we actually need to do a podcast on this topic is planning a professional photo shoot because um, I think so many people are intimidated, nervous, overwhelmed. They don't know what to do. There's so many mindset blocks that come up with this. Um, so if they can feel a bit more prepared, then I think that we're doing our job. So yeah, not to mention they're expensive. So if you're going to yes. do one, you really want to make sure you're squeezing like every chunk of value that you can out of yeah. it. And that's what I'm here to make sure that you can do. It's like, you want to make sure it's worth your money because most likely it's going to be a pretty nice little investment for your business. So let's mm-hmm. make it work. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so why don't we kind of just dig right in and even go based on the blog post? Like you've set it out so nicely that I think I'll just kind of like ask you some questions 
based on what yeah, is I have to bring post. it up here on my, I wrote, okay, guys, I wrote that blog post. This is the magic of writing blog posts. I wrote that one, I think in like 2016. We're oh, not wow. coming up on 2022. This blog <laughs> post is like, it's old guys, but, um, it is still to this day, one of my most popular blog posts for marketing, you know, assets on Pinterest. I get a mm-hmm. lot of traffic coming from Pinterest, a lot of people joining my email list because it has a content upgrade in it, that free guide that yeah. Steph mentioned. So it's, yeah, it's, this is the, this is the magic of writing a timeless blog post. I was just going to say that, which we can talk later about how that's something you teach your clients as well. Because yes, I think, I mean, I do not want to pivot too much on this episode. I could talk to you about a million things, but I just hear more and more people saying, you know, social media is a hard place to grow business, which I agree, or more just time sucking, energy sucking. And I think, you know, having things like these blog posts on your website um, make a huge dent in the long term. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just one and one and done social media content. It lives forever. Yep, it absolutely yeah. does. And get that SEO traffic, get that Pinterest traffic going. It's it's worth it. So, okay, I got the blog post up now. Now I'm like, okay, what perfect. did I write way back when? Yeah. <laughs> this is good. I hope it's good. Oh, God, I'm dating myself. I talked about TLC's what not to wear. That is like, <laughs> that's old school. You know, all these like young, what are they? They're not even, millenn- I'm a millennial. I'm an old millennial. Yeah, millennial, yeah, yeah. whatever they call, elder millennial. Um, all the like Gen Z are probably like, what's what? Yeah. You can just update it with like <laughs> new um, kind of like, like what, what would the new one be? Like, like you. You see on TikTok? Is there like someone on TikTok that talks about this? I have yeah. no idea. No yeah, I'm idea. Sure that there is. Anyways, <laughs> let's get back on topic. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing you talk about is, you know, okay, well, number one, let's talk about what not to do with planning a professional photo shoot. I guess the first thing would be like, don't not plan. Like don't just show <laughs> up and expect That's for a good the, point. Yeah, That's expect for the point. photographer to take photos and and them kind of run the show. Uh what I'm really seeing you here is like setting people up to um take control of that situation and you know pre-think a lot of the process so that they're not, you know, showing up day of paying hundreds of dollars and saying, well, you know, what do you what kind of photos should you take for me? Yeah. Or thousands in my case. Like my photo shoots are generally about three to three and a half thousand dollars. Um, this is why I only get them once every two years, but I get enough useful photos to last me two years. So instead of me getting, you know, two photo shoots a year, I'm getting one every two years. So if you, I guess mm. gets if you spread it out, it's the same, but, um, here's what I didn't know until I really had like a brand photo shoot. Now, this is also my tips of just like, okay, how do you find a photographer in the first place is, you have to think, and it's it's a lot more valuable to look for someone in your area if you can, depending on where you live. If you're closer to a large city center, this shouldn't be a problem for you to be able to find this type of photographer. If you're in a smaller area, you might not have as many choices, but um, you want to look for someone who is a brand photographer. Someone who is able to take great pictures for weddings isn't necessarily going to translate to taking and knowing what sorts of images you're going to need for a business. Um, And when we think about wanting to have great photos for our business, of course we think social media, but you're also most likely going to use those images for, first of all, like there's fun professional headshot or fun, you know, just pictures, but then there's also like professional headshots. If you're interested in public speaking or going into a corporate environment, there's also things like your website 
and using those images instead of stock images on your website. And when we think of, you know, just the logistics of using these photos in various places, we think of, you know, more of can it fit in a nice little kind of square you know, kind of frame when we're using it on Instagram because, Mm -hmm. or maybe a little bit more of a portrait style because it's up and down, you know, it's going on stories. It's going in a square post, maybe a little bit of elongated post, like a two by three ratio, because, um, you know, you can put in a little bit of a longer picture, but that's very different than you putting a background banner on your website where it's going the full width of your website. You're really going to want some images that are wide, that are that landscape version. And Mm -hmm. unless your photographer, I know that my photographer, her natural way of holding her camera is on its side, which will naturally give you portrait style photos, those up and down or like the square ones, depending on how, you know, um, in frame where you are in the frame and how, you know, far back they are and all that good stuff. What is the subject of the image? But um, there are times where I actually have to say to her, okay, these images are going to be used for the banner of my website. I need to make sure that you get these as landscape. And she manually has to turn her camera and take the image that way mm-hmm. and take the photo that way. So that's why we do want to prepare ahead of time um, and find someone that specializes in more of like a brand photo shoot because wedding photographers are so used to more so taking pictures where they're not having to direct all the time. They are, I mean, we do have the little more like formal images in a wedding where you kind of have like the family lined up or maybe they're posing you as a couple. However, they're not thinking, how is this going to look on a website? Is this going to fit on a banner? Is this going to be useful in all these different areas, right? Is this going to be useful for a YouTube thumbnail image? They're not thinking like that if that's the industry that they're in. So if you can find a brand photographer, great. Um, If not, you know, wedding is the way to go, but you can direct them and give them a list of, or an idea of, the photos that you are going to need. And you can actually put on that list. Like I literally give my photographer a checklist. Like mm. I come in, um, she always knows when people have been to my website, there are some people who have booked with my particular um, uh, photographer because they saw me either on her website or they're just friends of mine locally in my area. And I told her to go see them because she's awesome. And um, a lot of times they'll have seen, you know, my, my blog post, they've read through it. In that, I have the the bonus guide where it's like, here's my Trello board that you can Mm -hmm. duplicate and the app goes on your phone and you can literally make a checklist or write down a checklist of the images that you know you're going to need. And my photographer always knows when people have been to my website because she's like, oh, you came with a Trello board. You must know (laughs) Ashley. Um, But that's the nice part is you don't understand how fast the day goes or how fast that time goes because you're focused on looking great. You're focused on trying to look relaxed and happy and, you know, am I getting the right angle type thing? You're not focusing on, oh crap, I really needed that one type of image Mm -hmm. for the front of my podcast cover or... Um, I need these specific types of, you know, I need more from above of me typing on a computer so that I can use that for images on social media to indicate to people that I'm an online based digital practice or whatever it might, you know, that's kind of like those visual cues that lets people know and you can put up a post, Hey, I can work with people all over the country or all over the world because I'm an online business. You know, if you don't have the, that shot taken, like that's a very specific 
type of, you know, the photographer has to get up on a stool. They have to like point Mm -hmm. downwards. You have to have your computer. Did you remember to bring your computer? These are things where if you're not prepared from the ahead of time, it's going to go so fast and you're going to get to the end. And I'm sure you're going to get some amazing photos, but inevitably you're going to be like, oh my God, there was like that one or two or five or handful of photos that I needed. And I could like visualize where the holes are in my website where I needed this type of image and I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now what ha- else has to go there? What else do I need to make work? Um, so that's where, yeah, you really, yeah, it's the photographer that makes it. Hopefully mm-hmm. a brand photographer, they're much more used to those types of shoots. And um, yeah, making sure that you have this stuff prepared ahead of time because you think you're going to like, oh, it's a whole day maybe. Um, my photographer, when I go, it's usually like almost like six, seven hours. Wow, um, that's You might only day. have a couple of hours with your photographer, but that is going to go by so quickly, especially if you're getting hair and makeup done there. Yeah, that's very true. Okay. So the first thing would be like researching photographers in your local area and finding one that's more of a brand photographer and probably comparing like a few different ones and like stylistically, like maybe checking out their portfolio of work and seeing what resonates most with you. And then also I'm assuming not just with you, but also like what your ideal client would be and what your brand is like for example if you like right now as we're recording this um I would say like five years ago everyone was shooting in this really like light bright and airy very like almost blue tones where everything was very white but it's like a pure white they Mm -hmm. were using filters that almost like made things look more pale and more white whereas now um within the last year or two we're starting to see a shift back to warmer colors. Mm -hmm. People are putting warmer filters on, meaning when you look at an image, if the white, if something that's actually white looks a little bit creamy or it's looking more peachy colored, that means that that is a warmer tone. If every other color that you have picked out for your brand colors are like blues, purples, pinks, the cooler tones, like an emerald green, um, those are your cool tones. If you have a photographer that their signature style is taking pictures and adding filters in the editing process after that lends it more an, a more warm color, that's totally going to clash when you're ready to use those and to create a cohesive feeling between your social media and your website, or you just go to insert those images into your website where all your other colors are. That is such great advice. Yes. Yes. And so you don't think of that if yeah. you don't have a design eye, right? Like I noticed that. I can see it right away. I'm like, that does not like I love those images. I have a few photographers in my local area where I love their images. They're so beautiful. They are not my style and not my brand at all. Doesn't yeah. mean they're not beautiful. They're just not going to fit if I were to hire that photographer. Yeah. For my business per- specifically. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. And I'm glad you mentioned that, reminded everyone of that. Because I think sometimes we're like, oh, I love that. But you're not really thinking through the process. Would this actually work in real time? Yeah. Or are you going to edit your brand and change your branding to match that photographer's style? You can do one or the Mm -hmm. other. That's totally Mm -hmm. cool. But you have to make sure it's cohesive. Yeah. You're not going to book a boho type photographer, a very like, they have a lot of like macrame and like these long flowy dresses usually. And like, they're taking it at sunset where all the colors are going to be warm and orangey toned. And then you're going to put it in your website that is like, you know, like baby blue. Yeah. That's not going to look good. Well, okay. Baby blue, maybe baby blue is not a a bad example because actually baby blue, depending on the tone, again, this is where the design comes in. 
I can look at a color and go, that's a warm tone or a cool tone. Not everyone has that experience or that ability. Yeah. And I think it's important to like, know that, you know, you're also, you have a design background Mm -hmm. and you, you know, you've been in business for a long time, but even if you look at your blog post, you kind of do say like, here's my first photo shoot. I might not have known (laughs) what I was doing. It's horrible. I'm like, and I mean, the photographer who took those, I'm friends with her. She's from my town, but she lives far away now. And she looks, she even looks at those photos. She's like, oh my God. Like we took these in like, well, these were before I had my son. So it was before, mm-hmm. I think it was like 2009 or 2010. Like guys, mm-hmm. these were like 10, 11 years old. Um, so yeah, of course there's improvements that could have been made. Because again, this was before a lot of entrepreneurs would have a whole brand photo shoot. Yeah. Like this was the time, the era of like the headshots and you wearing a a fancy suit jacket to make yourself look more professional. Mm -hmm. I've never worn a suit jacket, I think, since that friggin' photo (laughs) shoot. (laughs) Now I'm just like, if you can get me in jeans, you're getting me dressed up. Like I'm wearing pants with a button and a zipper. Damn, like look at me. But, you know, I look at that and I'm like, oh God, that was, that was Ashley trying to look very corporate. And that's not Mm -hmm. me at all. Which I think- kind of goes to like my next point is, okay, there's two other things you probably want to plan out too, which would be your shoot list, like what shots you want to get, which you already described. Um, And then also like a prop list. So, um, but going back to the shoot list of like the different photos you want to get, like also thinking about like, what is natural for you, right? Mm -hmm. So like, you know, would you show up to your client sessions in a suit jacket? Um, you know, or would you be wearing more of like a casual sweater? Like, obviously you want to maybe like, um, put a bit more effort into the style style for your professional photo shoot, but you don't want it to be so left field that when somebody meets you in regular life or on zoom, that they're like, who is this person? So I think like, like, just think if someone were to to bump into you at the grocery store, would they even know it was you? Yeah. You still want to look like you. You don't want to look like someone who's completely different where someone would look at the picture and go like, that's you. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like, wow, you don't look that good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Natural. You, you know? want it to be natural enough. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like a little bit upscale, a little bit more put together than you normally would. But like, you're not going to, I always laugh at my one photo shoot. The second example of the one below where I was like, hey, this was my first big brand one that I did. I have, and I mean, I still do have them. I have a pair of Christian Louboutins that I like spent, like I saved up so much money because I'm like, I want a pair of like timeless, you know, I want the red sole and like authentic Christian Louboutins. I do not wear them because I don't dress up anymore and I have them. They will last a lifetime. But like, I look at those photos and I'm like, I'm so dressed up. But at that time, I had just left working at a bank. I had to be that dress up. Like that was the regular clothes that I would wear to work. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't so left field for me to be that dressed up. Now my last few ones, I'm like, oh yeah, we're not wearing any of that stuff. Like I'm literally in some of them wearing like my leggings and a, you know, a nice sweater. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like, you know, yeah, it's just, it's just making sure that it's still a representation of, of you and how your clients are going to see you. Yeah. And knowing that you're going to have a first photo shoot, a second one, a third one. And obviously we don't want to waste money um, and throw it away. But knowing that like if it doesn't turn out 100%, like you nailed the exact vision, there's always an opportunity for another one down the road. Absolutely. And you don't need to go out and spend $1,000 on a wardrobe that you're never going to wear again. (laughs) 
Yeah, that as well. Put it into a better photographer. If you got $1,000 to spend, wear your own clothes, invest in a makeup and a hair person. That's money well spent. That's some good advice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Get a professional makeup and hair person if you can. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Good advice. Um, so the first point that you had on the blog post, we've kind of talked about this is like designing a color scheme ahead of time. So I'm assuming this would be like knowing your branding, knowing your colors, knowing what kind of style the photographer shoots in and like having clothing. Absolutely. Yes. In a perfect world, at least having an idea. Are you going to be more warm colors or cool colors? If you don't, if you're getting branding or you're going through the branding process, you probably have an idea of the styles that you tend towards. Mm. So Mm -hmm. just trying to stay within that if you don't have specific brand colors um, is a good place to start. Okay. That's that's good to know. Okay. And then the next thing that you mentioned was, you know, when you're planning out that shoot list that you're going to give the photographer to keep them kind of on track and have your goals aligned is to get a mix of candid and pose shots. Mm -hmm. So can we talk about what this means and why this is important? Yeah, candid would be where you are just going about your, like, whatever you're doing. So if, I mean, most of you listening are, like, health and wellness professionals. So maybe it's in a kitchen and you are chopping some vegetables on a chopping board. So, of course, you're going to make sure that you're, like, smiling while you're chopping, which you wouldn't necessarily naturally do when you're in your own home. However, you're doing an action that is, you're not just standing there and going like, oh God, like here's my arm and I'm just going to like freeze here for a minute while the photographer takes this picture. Candid is where there's some movement. You might be dancing around. You might be shaking your head. You might be, um, uh, you know, pouring some tea or some coffee or making something in a blender. You're doing something in action and the photographer's able to take pictures while you're doing it without you knowing exactly when they're taking the pictures. They're going to take them in like one after the other after the other in a series of images, most likely. Um, but it's not like they're like, okay, it's not It's not like when you're, I think of in like elementary school, when you would get your grade school pictures and you would like sit in the chair and they would put you in the most awkward positions. <laughs> like I remember, remember they'd be like, you'd feel like your knees were pointing almost like backwards and you'd be like <laughs> twisted around. And I'm like in my head as like a six-year-old, I'm like, how does this look good? Like, I don't understand <laughs> why they're making me do this. That is more of a post shot. Now, when you're working with a photographer in, you know, today's day and age, it's not going to be in like super awkward positions, but um, most likely, and if you are working with a an experienced brand photographer like mine, she will direct me. So Mm -hmm. if she's taking more posed images, she'll actually stop if I'm not getting it. She'll say, okay, hey, I want you to put your, you know, just like gently place your hand on your waist like this. And then kind of like put your leg out like this. And then she'll be like, okay, now just laugh for me. Mm. And even though that's, it is in, in on one side, like a candid, cause I'm laughing and I'm not just like, just looking at the camera smiling. We do have those times where I'm literally in a position that she told me to be in. She's shown me how to do it. I'm mirroring it back to her. And then I'm just smiling and she'll, and she'll direct me and she'll say, okay, bigger smile. Okay. Relax your face. Now I want you to laugh. And that's how you can get more natural feeling images and more of those lifestyle images that you can use on social media and a lot. Um, and also on your website. Hmm. So, okay. That's great that you brought up like that. The photographer also kind of helps to direct what's happening. Um, but I think that's one of the most awkward parts for people oh that God. they, that stops them from it's doing the photo so shoot. Photo yeah. Shoots are so 
what do I do? How do I, or you tell me to laugh and now I feel really awkward. So you laugh because you're being asked to laugh. They're like, they're like laugh and you're like, ha ha ha. And you sound so weird that then you actually have a real laugh after that. And that's when they take the picture. I, all of my, all of my pictures, I swear to God that I get back from the photographer. All of them are me with like my mouth open with me laughing because it's a fun, joyous image, but I'm kind of like, okay, we do need to take somewhere like a little bit more serious, but mm-hmm. like, cause that's what she does. She goes laugh and I go, oh my God, I feel weird. And then she's, and then I start laughing yeah. and then she'll take the, the picture yeah. because we've worked with each other for like three photo shoots now. So she kind of knows how I'm going to react, but that's where sometimes they'll say a joke. Mm-hmm. They'll say something to get you going or what I really love doing, put on, make a playlist yes, beforehand. Yes. Put on a playlist, get in like your songs that you feel like beautiful and powerful and so positive and fun listening to and just like friggin' dance around to them. Just like have fun. Mm -hmm. The more you have fun, I mean, I don't know anyone who doesn't want to look like they're having fun unless you are working at a really like specific, um, like corporate, very fancy job, Mm -hmm. but still then like who wouldn't want to see someone smiling in a natural way? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think like that also goes back to the picking the photographer, like, you know, find someone that you feel good conversing with, you know, even if it's through email and you can tell that there's like just not a good vibe there and you're not connecting with the person like that probably will translate onto the photo. So having that person in your corner, I think is going to be really important. Absolutely. And they want to make you look great. If you don't look great, that's not a great testimonial for them. You're not you're not going to love the images if you're feeling forced and weird and, you know, again, there's going to be those images that are maybe a little bit more posed where you're like, "Oh my god, this might look weird and I feel weird getting the yeah. picture done." But then it's the candid ones where you just feel like yourself, where you're just like doing stuff you would normally do. You're making food, you're maybe, you know, if you're a makeup artist, you're maybe putting on makeup, you're, mm-hmm. you know, typing at your computer. That's stuff that you do every day. They'll tell you to smile when you're doing it or maybe sit up. For me, it's always sit up more straight because yeah. I'm slouch. <laughs> um, but other than that, you know, she's like, they'll tell you what looks good. They are looking through the camera and they want you to look good. They want you to feel good. Mm-hmm. They absolutely do. Because yeah. it's always going to be better pictures. So they're on your side. Trust them. Yeah, exactly. They want it to be a win for them too, right? It's a representation of their work. So yes, on both ends. Yeah, teamwork Absolutely. for sure. Ready to start your nutrition business but have no idea what steps you need to take? No problem. That's exactly why I've created a completely free workshop for you called Six Steps to Start Your Nutrition Biz and Sign Your First Paying Clients. In this on-demand workshop, I'm sharing my six-step roadmap to starting a successful nutrition business without a huge social media following or years of experience. I'll also share the top three mistakes I see most new nutritionists making when starting their business and how to avoid them, and the must-have tools you need to run a successful nutrition business and wow your clients from day one. Oh, and did I mention that the workshop is completely free? Sign up at stephanielong.ca slash workshop and get instant access right now. Okay. So the other, there's just so many points here. I want to make sure we cover because it's like, obviously there's a lot to plan. So we want to make sure we get through the whole planning process. So you also mentioned, um, you know, when planning out these shots to also plan out having like real life backgrounds and then solid backgrounds. So what do you mean here? Um, 
So a real life, like a real life background means you are most likely in a room that might be almost like a set. If the photographer has a set, they probably have some props. They might have some pieces of furniture, a desk, a bookcase, um, something, a chair that you're mm-hmm. sitting in. That's like real life. Solid background is where it's almost like a photography studio where they have most likely a neutral backdrop yeah. and it's like floor to ceiling and you're in front of it and it's one color. And the reason why we want that is because there are times where you're going to want to put Put some writing beside the photo. If you're creating an announcement for a workshop, if you're, you know, having something where you're teaching and you're needing to educate people on something, let's say on a carousel or something like on Instagram, you're most likely going to need a solid background because you're not going to be able to read the text when mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of different colors and different textures going on in the background. So there's nothing worse than being like, hey, I'm going to want, like I rented an Airbnb or something and it's got the most beautiful background. And then you get all these images and you're like, there's not one with a solid background. Now, we do have the advantage of having tools like Canva now, yes, where it's I got an amazing background remover. Mm-hmm. However, it's still going to make your life a lot easier if you have some images in solid backgrounds. And again, remembering your brand colors. So if they have the backgrounds, do they have like just a true white plain background or do they have one that's not going to match your branding? And, you know, like, let's say for some reason they had like a maroon colored background and all of your colors are like pastel colors. Well, that's not going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and most likely a photographer will have multiple colored backgrounds for you to choose from. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming even if you're doing the shoot at home, you might have like you can move your couch or something away from yep. the wall and have like away your... from windows. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And which the photographer should know all of this. Yes. But again, when you're in the moment, you're not necessarily paying attention to that. And neither Mm. is the photographer. They're looking at you. They're not always looking at the background, what's behind you all the time in every single shot. So that's how you, um, and to be honest, if you even have a friend or a family member that can come with you that day, that is a second set of eyes that is looking, because again, the photographer might be there. They might even have an assistant, um, someone helping to style you, but they're not looking for you and your bra straps hanging out. Or like a piece of hair has fallen or like your hair is not as fluffy as it was in the beginning. Like if you have someone who's like a true friend who, especially if they have an attention to detail, they'll, you know, have them stand beside the photographer and have them watch and be like, oh, hey, like your bangs are out of place Mm -hmm. or something's coming out of, you know, something's looking a little bit strange. Um, That is really, really helpful to have as well. Also, I think it would just, well, it could go both ways where you feel more comfortable because you have someone there that you know and you trust, or you could maybe feel more awkward, but um, (laughs) I'm assuming it's just going to help. I also could take some like really organic videos and stuff for the behind the scenes for like Instagram stories or taking some boomerangs. Because believe me, if you're all dressed up and you have beautiful makeup on and your hair is all done, like take as many pictures, many different media things that you can get because you're not always going to be dressed up like that. And it's great to have those as like just saved on your phone you can use in the future. Yeah, actually, I think my Instagram bio photo, I still use the same one for like many, many years. It's actually a behind the scenes photo I took of myself at the photo shoot, but it was like just me on a chair and there was good lighting. And I'm like, I like this picture of myself because I had my hair done, my makeup done, Um, but it wasn't the photographer's picture. It was just one that I took. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then the next point is, um, you had already talked about this is the get getting both portrait, um, photos and landscape photos. Um, so I don't know if we need to cover that one 
I, no, I think we've covered that. Yeah, I think we have. And you know, just for everyone listening, I'm going to make sure that in the show notes, I put the blog post that we're referencing. So you can go and look and then um, you'll see exactly what we're talking about. You know, those like horizontal photos, those vertical photos. And she gives a lot of examples in this blog post. So yeah, I give again, examples of like on my website, like here's a landing page. Here's yeah. what a banner is going to look like. Yeah, yeah they're absolutely. all on there. Okay. Um, The next thing that you had mentioned, something that I think not a lot of people do when going to do a photo shoot is, you know, um, do the photo or plan out six to 12 months of marketing before you do the photo shoot and actually like know what each photo is going to be used for. Yeah. Now that feels like a lot of pressure. I'm not going to lie. You don't have to have everything figured out in your business for the next year before you have a photo shoot, but If you have some idea of what the next six months, are you like, for example, on the blog post, I talk about how I was coming out with a 30 day challenge. I had already laid out what each day's topic was going to be about. And so I tried to make sure that I had images that represented each of those days so I could turn it into a marketing image. Mm, So, I mean, that's a really, um, extreme example. Mm -hmm. But if you know, again, if you know, you have some webinars planned and you know, the subject of them you know, making sure that you have something that is a little bit more representative of that. Um, If you know, if you have a book club, you know, getting some images with those specific books, if you know that they're coming up, something like that, or your favorite books that maybe you're going to want to have a blog post about them in the future. Um, That's the sort of stuff that you're going to want to take as props. This is why on the Trello board that's in the free download, I have like, here's not only the shoots, like the shots that you're going to want to get, but also here are the props you're going to want to take. Mm, very smart. Okay. So that's all yep. in your guide then. It's all in the download. Oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, I mean, I would like to still do that quickly on um, the podcast episode is just brainstorm some shots, but it's good to know that they can get a whole list of them yes. in the guide. Yes, okay, absolutely. Perfect. But if you know that you always use the same ingredients in your recipes, then like get those and have those in that. Like the photographer can be taking pictures of those kind of more static objects while you're getting hair and makeup done, while you're doing your, um, if you have, and I do recommend you take more than one outfit Mm -hmm. while you're doing your outfit changes, the photographer can set up these like little areas and just take some other photos because they're just standing around doing nothing while they're waiting for you to get ready. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So let's actually break that down quickly. Like what kind of like, I guess more posed or, um, like, like kind of like lifestyle photo should they be taking for the business? And then what are some more like filler photos or like more of like those preset, you know, kind the of lifestyle like your computer or yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah. know the, the correct words for it, but you know, there's like two different styles of photos. So what would, yep. what are like, what would you recommend a holistic nutritionist like actually think about getting? So for more of those posed ones or for more, I don't want to necessarily say posed because again, they might be a little bit more candid. They might have a little bit more movement, but we might want to have ones. I mean, they feel, especially with reels coming onto the scene, they might feel a little bit more cliche, but like some images where you're maybe like pointing to an open area beside you. This is where, if you have a post where you put a title beside it, Mm. if you have, I remember taking some images where I got a, um, one of those, uh, what do I call it? Like felt boards. Or holding up just like even an empty frame that you have and you just put like a white placeholder image in there and you hold it up. When you then import that into Canva, you can put your font over top of it and announce Mm -hmm. things or write things. So you could have a little felt board, you could have a washboard, you could have, you know, you could have uh, a picture frame, a really cool, like just go to the, go to the thrift store and find a really cool, like textured one and spray paint it a really fun color. 
Mm -hmm. It's like two bucks, right? Or Mm -hmm. I mean, plus the paint, you're looking at maybe 15 bucks. But, um, you know, things like that can be used in the future for your marketing. Um, Having ones where you are sitting in a chair that might be more of an office chair. I have, um, I actually literally take the chair with me. Last time I have a clear, (laughs) I have a clear acrylic, um, I guess they're like Louis XVI style chair. Um, but they're those really like just clear acrylic, like they're Mm -hmm. see-through. And so I will have like where she's in front of me and I'm sitting on like some of them, I'll just be sitting up straight. Some of them, I put my legs over to the side, creating some movement where you're almost in like a V shape. So you're side, but you're looking with your face to the, the camera, but you're kind of sideways in the chair. Um, you could also do that with like a really fun, like if you have a living room set up and there's a really cozy chair you could do that like pretend you're never gonna read in a position like that but like mm. get your book get a book that you're planning on talking about in the next three months or something or a really popular book in your niche or a book yeah. that you always recommend to clients and just pretend you're reading it in a chair right um I always recommend getting images of you with your phone Um, Mm -hmm. we always get images with our laptop, either from on top us typing, um, or from the side typing, but your phone as well, because you can, um, and so take some of like your phone looking, um, from top down, but it also is from the side where you just naturally, whatever position you naturally would be on your phone in. Um, so whether it's on a couch, whether it's sitting at a beautiful kitchen table, whether it's sitting on the ground cross-legged. Like really just get in some different positions that are not all just like standing up, looking at the camera. Yeah. Think of like what positions would I be around? Like if you always work on the couch with your laptop, then get a picture of you on the couch with your laptop, Mm -hmm. with a blanket over your lap. Like how do you normally work? That's Mm -hmm. what you're going to want to take. I mean, again, upscale, you're going to like make sure you're dressed nicely and you might be in a position just because it looks better on camera, but that's (laughs) what the photographer directs you in, right? Yeah. (laughs) That's what the photographer directs you in. Yeah. If you saw my posture, this is why I'm slouched over. Um, (laughs) But you know, like that's the the different, like, so when you're in the chair, you can either be and you're facing the front, your leg is crossed, your legs aren't crossed. You're then sitting sideways, turn the chair around, you know, Mm -hmm. do like the whole, what is it? The AC Slater (laughs) that he used to sit, like do the AC Slater again. I'm dating myself. Um, (laughs) Some people might not know who Ace Slater is, which is horrible. Um, uh, And some of the other ones are like pouring tea or pouring coffee, Mm. chopping at the kitchen. Um, You know, if you use a food processor and you are a nutritionist that recommends using that to save time, you know, get your crock pot out, get your food processor out, get your blender out. Like I literally bring like five boxes of props Mm -hmm. to my photo shoots. It's ridiculous. It looks like I'm moving in. I bring a (laughs) chair. Like I'm not bringing all my chairs, but I'm bringing like the acrylic, like it's lightweight. So I put it in, you know, I put it in the car and I'm like, I'm carting Mm -hmm. like five different outfits, four boxes of props, Mm -hmm. a chair or two. Like that's what I'm, that's the level of prepared that I'm doing, which you know, again, I'm a little bit, um, I don't want to say I'm OCD, but I'm definitely a type A planner. I have no problem investing in my business, but when I do, I make sure that it's worth it. And I make sure that I can milk like every I love that. thing that I can out of that. Another really good tip is go on Pinterest and make a private board that is just like photo shoot and pin some images of what you want to look like in your photo shoot. Show that to the photographer, show them here's, here's the types of poses. These are the types of angles that I want you to shoot me at. Mm -hmm. And it's really a lot more easier for them to go, okay, I totally get it. I'm going to get some over the shoulder shots. You want some from the back. You want some from the front. You want some in a chair or you want some on a stool. Like it's a lot easier for you to envision. It also is going to give you a good idea of what you want it to feel like. They're going to get a feel 
of what they want that shoot to feel like. Yeah. It's like more information is helpful. I think we don't want to, maybe we think we're being bossy or something, but I know no. whenever I brought a list, my photographer's like, wow, this is amazing. Thank and you. And they're like, thank God. Cause they're <laughs> also sitting there going like every shoot is a new shoot and they have to direct someone. And is that person going to feel completely terrified to mm-hmm. be in front of the camera? Even if you are, at least if you have somewhere to start, they're like, okay, at least we can start. Like I, they've given me this list. So we're going to let's start on the couch. Let's start on this chair. And it's going to help you both feel, I think a little bit more in control. There is mm-hmm. always a creative aspect of a photo shoot. It's always like a, an alchemy or a magic that you're creating with that photographer. That's why point seven of the, the blog post is don't forget to go with the flow. Yes. Yeah. Like you don't want it so planned out that you miss those moments of magic, but you can almost give a structure. Like I um, had a really, in 2018, I had a really specific vision of me wearing like this, I had this pink tool skirt and I had a vision. I don't know why. Cause I'm like, I didn't really have an idea of what I was going to use this image for, but I said to the photographer, like, how about, can we get an image of like me, like jumping up in the air mm-hmm. and then the skirts like kind of billowing out around me. And it was so awkward getting those. Cause like, If you jump up in the air, anytime you see a a beautiful image in a magazine where someone's in the air, it is so freaking hard to get that because you're like jumping weird, your hair's flying all over the place. Maybe you had a weird look on your face because you were like falling weird. Like it's so awkward. But if you can get that magic right at the top when you're like before you start falling, like it's so cool Mm -hmm. to be able to do that. Um, And even my photographer said, she's like, I hate taking in the air pictures because like most of them turn out horribly. But I think we took like 20 shots and one of them was great. Yeah. So I know like, I'm looking at your website right now because I know that used to be one of your main photos. Yeah, it's on. It'd be like, because I mean, it's from 2018. We're almost 2022 mm-hmm. now. So I mean, it's from like four years ago. But I use that um, for a lot of my like, you know, like this is how you want to feel. You want to feel fun. You want to feel relaxed. You want to feel like it was kind of like my vision of like, this is how I think my clients want to feel in their business, like mm-hmm. joyful and light and I'm just having all the fun, right? Yeah, um, exactly. So like there's those moments as well where if you tell the, the the photographer, I want to get an image like this. And then once you give them that direction, it's like, okay, now we just relax into it. Mm. And now we're in the moment. We are, you know, like communicating with each other. You're talking to each other throughout the shoot. You're telling them if something feels uncomfortable, they're telling you, like, I I love my photographer for this because we'll be taking some images and she, all of a sudden she's, she's like in, um, oh God, it's like Austin Powers where he's like, yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah, baby. She does that. She does. I mean, she doesn't say yeah, baby, but she gives you direct, like, she'll just be like, yes. Okay. Like you look so good. And she gives you that feedback (laughs) and you're just like, yeah, I feel good. Yes. These shots are, and you just feel more confident when they're doing that. Now, again, that's down to the style of the photographer. But again, the more you can communicate back and forth, like it might be uncomfortable in certain shots, but if you're like actually in pain or something, let's say you had an injury and the photographer is wanting you to do something that legitimately is uncomfortable for you, like say that, Yeah. right? It's it's a consensual relationship back and forth, right? Um, But yeah, getting in the flow. Don't forget to actually be present in the moment. And this is where the planning is done beforehand. Yes. The outfits are there, they're prepared, your props are there. You give the the, you know, you go through the checklist and everything while you're getting your makeup and your hair done, which is probably, you know, a good half an hour to 45 minutes to an hour if you have 
people there doing it for you. Um, that's when the photographer is looking through your prop. She's maybe setting some things up. She's taking some initial images. She's checking out the lighting while you are feeling beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you're starting off in a really good place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, taking that moment. I think it's like that classic thing of like, what is it? If you um, p- fail to plan or wait. Then you, if you fail to plan, then plan to fail. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and, and being and having that plan ahead of time, it allows you to feel so much more present the day of, which is the most important part. You want to make sure the night before also tip, do not use some new skincare the night before. Don't (laughs) use a mask. Never use, I have really sensitive skin. My -hmm. skin will break out from like me looking at it the wrong way. So like (laughs) the night before, like I'm making sure what I eat the day before, there's nothing new. There's nothing crazy. I'm making sure that I'm not like anything that I can do to make sure that my skin is in good condition. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, getting that's some good what I'm sleep doing the night before. Yes. Possible. You're drinking enough water. Yes. The mm-hmm. most important part is make sure you get enough sleep the night before. Yeah. 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 And For make sure. sure you're not feeling like, you know, a hot mess going into it. You're might, mm-hmm. you're going to feel excited, but you shouldn't feel like frazzled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. if you're so, planned out, that will lessen. You'll feel yes, more in control. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel more frazzled and it's going to show um, if you have like absolutely zero plan. Yeah, totally yeah. agree. This has been awesome, Ashley. Thank you. Like so helpful. You know, you definitely walked us through. There's lots of steps to consider. And I think, again, like we said, you know, if this is your first shoot and you don't get it 100% right the first time, totally fine. Like there's always an opportunity to continue to grow. And just like Ashley will show you in the blog post, like her photos just kept getting better and better and better. So, And that first photos that I sh- showed, those weren't even my first photos in my business. My first photos were actually taken by my cousin, who's not a photographer Mm. and they were like, she got like her first camera and yeah, they, and they looked like it, but it it was 2008 (laughs) or 2007 and no one had this whole curated brand photo shoot thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I didn't show the complete beginning. Oh, well that's Um, okay. But yeah, I show, I showed the first, first one that I actually paid someone for. Yeah. 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 And you got to start somewhere, right? Like this is, we're in this for the long run and we're going to invest in our business and you might not have the money up front to do this, you know, few thousand dollar photo shoot. Um, in fact, I've never actually done one that's been multiple hours and thousands of dollars. Mine have always been 30 to 60 minutes. What? Yeah. For a few hundred dollars. So I've actually never done that. And your photos are great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will say though that planning, like I'm not a planner by nature, but I know that planning makes things go so much smoother. Cause this last shoot I did actually, it was just on a whim. It was with a friend. She had a free spot open and it was actually bad timing. I was visiting home and I had nothing to wear. So <laughs> don't do what I did. And was but, it like, were you on your period too? It's like the first day probably, of your period. Like, you know, it's like all was. the worst things that could happen. <laughs> I kept thinking, why am I doing this? But I was like, I want to help my friend out. I need some kind of more, you know, just like, um, filler images, but I came with a shoot list of what I wanted. And we were so efficient in like 30 minutes. We got so much done. Mind you, I was sweating. I was like dripping sweat. Oh yeah. You're like like, getting the images like, let's not lift our hands up. And this is the thing. I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm all about the natural deodorant. Yeah. On that day, you might need to get like a travel size of like 
no <laughs> mark, like full on deodorant. I'm just, you know, we only use those like once, once every three, two years, it's mm-hmm. not going to give you breast cancer. If that, you know, again, yeah. I'm just use it. The ones for the photo shoot, get just, a few of those yeah. like blotchy things for your face. Hit, hit, well, the yeah. photographer usually, um, I mean my photographer, cause again, I'm spending like $3,000. Um, her, the, the makeup person is generally staying almost to the end. So they yeah. give me touch-ups, like they'll stop a shoot they'll stop a photo part where we're doing and they're like, okay, you're shiny. Or yeah. like that needs to be touched up. So something to think about. Yeah. Well. Like, believe me, it, it is, um, it is, it is a whole experience. I felt, I feel more pretty having a brand photo shoot than I did on like my wedding day. My wedding day, I felt so, you know, it's so weird and like awkward and they're like telling you to kiss, but they don't want you to touch lips because that looks bad in a photo. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so much easier than a wedding photo shoot. But here you just get to have fun and you know, you yeah, be yourself. So you do. And you don't have to share the spotlight with anyone. <laughs> yeah, that's the bonus out of all. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Ash, for coming on. This was awesome. Um, I will make sure again to um, add this to the show notes because I think this blog post really will complement what we talked about today. And I really urge everyone to, you know, download her uh, free guide. So if you go to the blog post and you just scroll down to the bottom, I'm just doing it right now myself. I believe I have a button somewhere through. Maybe I need to add that in for user, just, um, you know, good user experience. And I don't, this would have been written so long ago that I didn't start adding buttons to skip to the bottom. So I should go in Mm, and add that in. Yeah. Update the post. But yeah, if you just go down to the bottom, you just add your, your name, your email, you'll get her free guidebook and it looks like it's really comprehensive. And again, she mentioned, you'll get the what is it? The Trello boards and some ideas for different shots. Trello boards are in it. I don't know. Again, I know I have Trello boards. I'm like, where did I share that? I'm again, I'm gonna have to go and update this (laughs) blog post. I haven't looked at it for six years. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And I'm sure I'll have you on again soon to talk about another um, topic that you are very well versed in. So I'll let you go. But uh, yeah, thank you again for doing this. Thank you for having me. Oh, and actually, last minute before we go, where can people find you? You can find me regardless of whether I'm pivoting in my business or not. I'm always at ashleysorokis.com, A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-R-O-K-O-S-Z.com. Perfect. Okay, thanks so much. Bye. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend, or take us on social media. Catch you next time.